on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I recap a a, a week happened, uh, week 11. Mm. Um, we're going to talk about our games, and then we're going to get into segments of MVP of the week, Nathan Pierman Award, stock up, stock down, and preview week 12. Endings, as always, our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Osdra, and always by my co-host, Kevin Holm, and producer Justin Luco. Kevin, week 11 happened, and... And you're not even mad enough to face me in the studio about it. (laughs) And all of our teams lost for the first time this year. Wow. Um, In the same week, yeah, I know. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, it feels like that should have happened more often. It should have, probably, but it didn't. (laughs) You guys really dropped the ball on that one. Um... So we're not. Oh, we've, in the we've been losing quite a bit. I'll have you know. We're we're not in the studio. It's the holiday week here, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So we got some travel plans between, well, for sure, one of us. Um, it's not me. I don't think it's you, Kevin. It's no, me. no. That that leaves <laughs> one. It's the I, one with the worst audio ever. And if you're listening to it, that's what we have to deal with. When we play video games with him. So yeah. And, and you can hear him, you know, drinking a nice protein shake. It's just, it's really good. I'm glad that we oh, get the full Dustin experience. I'll switch it here when I'm done with this. Okay, good, oh, good. That's, that's good. Um, so yeah, week 11 happened, as I mentioned. We're going to go chronological here. I don't know. I I don't have a ton to say. I think we, we no, my, just jump yeah. right into the Titan, Titans game, though, and the <laughs> Packers, because that was Thursday. Yeah, so we we can jump into Thursday right off the yeah. bat. And uh, Dustin, please, please make some more noise. Um, <laughs> so Thursday it. happened. Uh, th- th- you're good now. Uh, so Thursday night football, the uh, Green Bay Packers hosting the Tennessee Titans. And this was, we kind of talked about it last week. You know, they beat the Dallas Cowboys, who I'm told yep. is a pretty good team the week before that. Um, and so that was kind of, this was the litmus test for okay. Was that was that real or or is that an aberration? Do we still well, suck yeah, you, or did it all get fixed? You like, had Rodgers at the end of the post game after the Cowboys win mm-hmm. said, "We're not dead yet." Like you know, yeah, and so we're uh, dead now. That's <laughs> that, like that's the 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 main takeaway here is the Packers <laughs> went out. The important and, thing to remember is we're dead. Yeah, and the Packers went out and they looked like shit uh, again, as as they have for most of this year, with the exception of like the Cowboys game and kind of the Bears game. Yeah. Um, so I only have a few notes here uh, beyond just the obvious. We're we're well and truly dead. Note number one: uh, You asked me last week if Christian Watson is a guy. A uh, Christian Watson is a guy. Christian Watson has five touchdowns on like seven catches in the last two weeks. He he's pulling a vintage Eric Ebron in twenty eighteen where he mm-hmm. had like thirteen catch thirteen touchdowns on like sixty receptions. Yeah. Like I and that's the thing. Like you're like, okay, well, what does he he doesn't do anything for like all the way up to like the twenty yard line. And then yeah. he'll just like catch a touchdown. You're like, well, well it's and great the thing for is, like a boom factor, but I don't know. It's, it's it's great for that. And when you look at the tape, he's open more often than that. Like he's getting open yeah. a lot. And it's just the sheer ineptitude of the offense kind of as a whole, you know, him doing yeah. his part. I'm sure when we get to your game, we'll talk about receivers getting open and how that doesn't matter sometimes. Yeah. Um. So that, that was, that was the first note. Just Christian Watson is a guy. I'm, I'm happy with that. Even if there's nothing else for the rest of the year, at least we had these two weeks of Christian Watson. Uh, number two, uh, Aaron Rodgers or completely washed. I don't know what to make of him recently because he's just mm-hmm. missing guys. He's just, they're running yeah. across the middle of the field and he throws it too high. He throws it behind. He throws it out in front. He throws it too low. He throws it everywhere, but where the guy's hands are. And I just, I don't understand. I, like I said, he's either hurt or he's washed. And there's been some discussion about his thumb. You know, is the thumb worse than he's yeah. letting on? People saying, oh, I think the thumb's fractured. I think it's this and that. And we don't know. We could speculate. And 
we're really not going to be able to know for quite a while, probably. It seems like if it is an issue, it's going to keep being an issue. And if that's not the issue, Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say at this point. I mean, the dude just cannot. He's lost all accuracy if if it's not the thumb. So it's it's kind of terrifying. And like the thing is, the thing is, too, it's not even like because like he still has like moments and like throws where they're really good. It's vintage Rogers. And you're Mm -hmm. like, okay, but the fact the alarming thing is the lack of consistency. Like usually, you know, he 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 doesn't he misses maybe once or twice a game, basically, or like badly. Mm -hmm. But this time around, this season, it's it's a good amount. Like it's an alarming amount, and that's yeah. you know that like you said, is it is he just age? Is it the thumb? It's probably a combination of the two. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it it's weird, and now we're at this point here where you know it it, it matters though which one it is because yeah. if he is just washed, then we need to think about the future. You know, we need to kind of get Jordan Love some reps, kind of figure out what our situation here is. If it's the thumb and this is just, you know, he's he's restricted by an injury and he can still maybe not, you know, be an MVP anymore in his career, but like he could still win football games and be very productive, then you're in a different situation. So I don't know if those discussions, I know obviously the Packers probably know more about his thumb than we do, but it's something that needs to get answered pretty soon here because... I mean, he's just missing guys, and that's something I've never ever seen from him before, kind of to this level. Yeah, and and like to flip, on the flip side, like the Tennessee Titans, they're probably the most like disrespected team. Like they're really, really good. They're a reason they were the one seed last year. Mike that, Vrabel is probably, I mean, he won Coach of the Year, but like, yeah, he's probably the best coach at getting the absolute most out of the talent, the, the talent that he has on his team. Yeah, like. We don't have a ton. Like, yeah, obviously Derrick Henry's awesome. AJ Brown when they had him was awesome, but, but they, they, have they don't have guys. On, yeah, they they have like Bayard's a nice piece on defense, Dupree, but like they have injuries. But like they they just work so well together. Yeah, and it, it's always they're the probably the most well coached team. Maybe apart from like the Chiefs, I guess um, the Ravens you could throw in there. But like, yeah, but they're the up Titans there. are so well coached, and uh, I I don't know it's you never will see the Titans anywhere near the top of any power ranking list. Not like that matters that much, but like still they just teams just kind of forget about the Titans because they're not as flashy as, as the chiefs or the bills. Um, Well, and and, and the chief or in the, the Titans don't get cute either, which is something I noticed a lot in this game. The Titans know what their game is and they execute. They're not out here throwing goal balls on third and three or stuff like that. It's kind of like, I bet deep down in a place that he would never admit Matt LaFleur would love to have like Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback where he would just yeah. go out there and do the thing that you tell him to do. Well, and, and like, that was never you know, talked for better about. or worse. That was never talked about LaFleur. You know, he came directly from Tennessee. Yeah. So, I mean, like that was not a storyline that you saw going into it, just probably because of the team's trajectories and stuff at this, this season. But yeah. And, and the fact that that was like four years ago. Yeah, now, right. It's, still. it's not, it's not fresh. Um, but Tannehill, like this was, he was kind of up and down. He was not very good last year or really mm-hmm. the year before. Um, he was obviously really, really good in 2020 when he first got there. Um, you know, I've been documented on here being like Tannehill is putting up the same numbers in like the span as Patrick Mahomes. Like he's literally yeah. doing that. And he showed that Tannehill, that version of Tannehill, this game, like he was super efficient, made some really nice throws trailing mm-hmm. Burks looks he, yeah. he looks like he's got some aj brown you know maybe they should have you know who knows i mean they obviously you took the pick this draft pick could be anything for, it could be aj brown yeah and so I, I i think that's just funny that like okay well, well why didn't you just make it work with aj brown? brown i don't yeah. know uh you already had one um so that was well, good to see from your from an offensive standpoint from the titans and then derrick henry obviously just doing derrick henry yeah things. and like, he did just, that that fucking thing where he on the goal line throws to a really, yeah. it's like, how do you stop? I don't, that's like the as close as you can get in the NFL to like an unstoppable play. Yeah. Because you need every single, you know, body in there to stop Henry on the one yeah. yard line. Yeah. You literally you, you have aren't to allowed to have one guy, you know, hang back and try and deal with that. So, and, and that kind of brings us to my last note about this game, which we're talking about the Titans offense. Um, and they, you know, not a prolific pass offense by any means this year. 
Uh, Ryan Tannehill threw for 333 yards. Sheesh. Some would call that a third of a thousand yards, give or take. Yep. And uh, so that's a pretty huge day for him this season, which leads me to the final note that I have in my document here, which just says Joe Barry must be stopped. Yeah. Um, I, I, we talked about it last week. Uh, he has lost me completely. Even you know during last week, I just don't think that he is a good defensive coordinator. I don't think he's a great football mind. I don't think he is willing to kind of take the risks. I don't think he wants to go out of his comfort zone or be creative or do any of those things. This game might have been the biggest example that I've ever seen. Yeah. There were so many times, and I should probably go through and actually like count how many times this happened, but that the Titans had, let's call it like, third and seven plus right mm -hmm. so like that's what the joe barry uh-oh dustin your feedback what, uh, what did you no. do <laughs> now it's now it's quiet Sorry. i'm gonna mute you for a minute am i good now no you weren't all right so <laughs> i muted him we'll come back to dustin in a minute but so the, the, let's call it third and seven or more that the titans had you know these kind of third and mid to long down and distance there must have yeah. been at least half a dozen probably closer to like eight or ten and they would run one yard longer than they needed to pick up and catch the football it was insane and the packers would let them do it they would line up with these 10 yard cushions in third and eight and it kept mm -hmm. happening and i know you kind of saw me on twitter and just my brain broke a little bit where <sighs> I, I was just like we, we every keep other doing tweet, this basically every tweet was joe barry related and like they're all yeah. hate, obviously and i was like, like oh no they were all negative <laughs> and it's like we have so much talent on this team and you know it there are guys you know like guys like savage guys like amos have been playing great this year but i mean as far as you talk about pieces on a defense, this should be in the top half of the league. You got to think just with all the draft capital and things like that put into it. Some, some even had them the number one defense. Going yeah. Some field. people got way out over <laughs> some, their skis in the preseason some people and made some crazy uh, predictions. <laughs> they, they didn't take into account the Joe Barry of it all. No, they really didn't. They really, <laughs> that was the fatal flaw. They were just so happy yeah. that Kevin King was gone. Um, yeah. But it's, it's like, you you have that to work with, and this is just a pathetic performance on every level, you know, schematically, letting Ryan Tannehill do this to you. Obviously, you're going to be game planning for Derrick Henry, and that's kind of... <laughs> he he tried to crack center. the beer to make sound, but he's still <laughs> muted, so it just... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dustin. But So, I mean, Joe Barry, and this, just kind of to wrap up those thoughts, I mean, Joe Barry sucks. He's awful. He has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He's never been successful his entire career. He's a baffling yeah. hire. And at the end of the day, not only does this kind of fall on his shoulders, it falls on Matt LaFleur's shoulders. Because as much mm -hmm. as I like LaFleur overall, he has been way too content to just kind of throw his hands up and back away from the defense and say, no, Joe, you do your thing, and we'll see how it goes. And it's going like shit, and he's not intervening. He's not stepping in. He's not saying, you need to play more press. You need to be more creative. You need to blitz more. He's not saying any of that stuff. He is seemingly content with this level of mediocrity in terms of scheme and you know coaching. So yeah. it's on both of them. And like, and to, like that's kind of been LaFleur's like, indictment since he's been there is the lack of adjustments that he's able to make when things, like he's, he, when things mm -hmm. are going great, it's he looks really great, obviously. Like yeah. you're like, wow, look at him. Like that's it's unbelievable. Look what he's Rodgers, back to back MVPs. But when there's adversity or they get punched in the mouth early and they just have to make adjustments mid game, it, we haven't. That's kind of been his lacking piece. Yeah. And like this season, things have not gone well. Like injuries have happened. You obviously having to figure out how do we replace Devonte Adams. It's it's a massive hole. But mm -hmm. like it, that's where it's, it's, a, that's the challenge. And yeah, it's been very disappointing for sure for Matt LaFleur fans, obviously, and our backers. Well, and, and, and in previous years too, the success on offense has made the job on defense easier where oh, yeah. now this year yep. when the offense is struggling, it is shining a massive spotlight on, Hey, this defense does not work. If yeah. you're in competitive games, if you're God forbid, you're fucking losing. Yeah. It, it doesn't work at all. And so if, if Joe Barry doesn't get canned, 
I mean, whatever. The season's shot, I guess. Keep him around for the, the draft capital we're accruing. But yeah. uh, if he doesn't get fired after this season, I I don't know what to do with this team. That just seems like Lafleur is con- like just just never wanting to get his hands dirty on the defensive side. So. That is, uh, that's it. I know I've said it a couple times, but the season is pretty well and truly over at this point. Um, yeah, looking still, at the standings, yeah. looking at the standings, it's uh, it it requires there's, there's a snowball's little, chance in hell yeah, of like it's a little to no seed. room because the yeah the Giants are you know we're better than what everyone thought. The Seahawks are yep. better than what everyone thought, and it that takes up and then the, obviously the Cowboys and Eagles. So that's. Those are the three wild cards, you know, one of those teams typically. Yeah. So it, you got to hope for a collapse by probably the Giants or Seahawks. Not out of possibility for sure, uh, but yeah. yeah but this this was really kind of the the last ditch effort of hey, maybe we can be okay. No, we can't. It's not. We're still yeah. bad. The problems are all still there. Christian Watson can score four touchdowns next week. It's not going to fix it. So hey, I mean the the Packers have rattled off six wins in a row before so uh yeah you know. and they looked a hell of a lot better than this <laughs> that's that's fair that's fair yeah. um all right uh speaking of looking a hell of a lot better um oh good segue the, thank you thank you the uh the dallas cowboys came to minnesota and absolutely beat our shit in uh <laughs> so, so yeah. this game i mean what was the so, score? I forgot. Say it. The the final score was uh forty to forty to three. Oh um, my goodness! So this game, forty two three, Dustin. Forty to three. Forty two to three. No, that's no. Four, minus 40, might as well have been forty to three. <laughs> um. So this game was Does I it make a difference. You know, was was worried completely about it. Uh, like is like the like I said. Tony Pollard, as I mentioned last week, scares the shit out of me. That's justified. Um, Micah Parsons and that defensive line scares the shit out of me. That's justified. Kristen Derrissaw having a concussion the week prior and being in concussion protocol all week. That was scary because he gets any bit of contact. So, he's so going to he be taken it. out. He got a concussion last week, but then he, he started was, this game. No, no, no. He was, he was ruled out. He was ruled out for concussion. Uh, in the Buffalo game. Oh, so, in like so the, he didn't even start half. this game? No, he did. Or... did. Okay, he, he started, didn't. He got hit he, again. Okay. He, he got hit he, in a play, and like when you are already on concussion protocol, it yeah. doesn't take much for you to get ruled out. So he was ruled out early. So that's obviously bad. We lost Ezra Cleveland, our left, gu- our left guard, early. So that's not good. So the whole left side of the line is guys that have barely played, if not at mm-hmm. all, all mm-hmm. year. Really could have so, used a Dakota Dozier out there, huh? Yeah, you should have let them yikes. play more during the year. Um, and so <laughs> this this was something that, like, you look at it, the Vikings just came off, you know, back and forth, emotional win, upset, you want to call it. The, pack, the, 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 the Cowboys just came off, in their eyes, probably an embarrassing loss that they collapsed against yeah, the I'd Packers. Yeah, I'd be pretty prior. embarrassed. Uh, we were, we had... We had uh, seven, you know, one-score wins in a row, like, you know, with an asterisk on that because the Cardinals, Joseph, was missed. That, that's technically not a one-score, whatever. So the very tight games in a row. I mean, it was the perfect storm of, like, yeah. this is not probably going to go well. Like, it, there was no – and you saw it. There was no energy by our team. Um, well, I mean, someone thought it was going to go well. We had, we had a quote from the well. field in the pregame. Certain, Who, uh, me? certain you non-captain. Say I thought. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying you. Thought. I thought. I thought it went well. Oh <laughs> no. Okay. We, we had a we we had a pregame. Oh, you're, you're saying Zadarius. From... Well, what player? Yeah. What player is gonna go? What player is gonna be like? I I feel we're gonna lose today. Like no one. Yeah. No. I mean, that. obviously, he's not. Well, gonna he's not gonna that, say it like that. The videos though yeah, were brutal. Where it's like I'm <laughs> feeling nine and one, and then it would go like black and white, and he like turned away, and it was like, but they did not go nine and one. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and the thing <laughs> is, at this so moment he realized. Um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously, our we lost the game clearly in the trenches, both sides of the ball. Uh, they manhandled us with their offensive line to our defensive line. They were able Seven to, sacks. you know, generate. 
Yeah, and then I, I, well, I was I'm talking about their offensive line, but I'll get there. Oh, the okay. I got so you. they they were able to open up everything up for for Zeke and Pollard. You pair that with very poor tackling on our side. Uh, like I said, lack of energy. I mean, it, mm-hmm. we couldn't stop them run game wise. We, you know, they didn't shred us around because they didn't have to. They just were doing easy plays, these swing passes to Pollard. And it's like, what are we doing? Why do we have Jordan Hicks covering him on they a They got him forever? on the shark wheel. Yeah. That and, was awesome. And, and then, then you flip it offensively for us. Kirk was pressured 63% of his dropbacks. His previous career high was 48%. To put matters, to put this in perspective, to put that in perspective, everyone during the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and Bucks, when we they saw Mahomes running for his life, was like, holy shit, like, he can't do anything. He was only pressured 37.5% that game. Yeah. You basically, like, you know, not quite double it, but basically double it. And that's what Kirk was today. Like, it was, well, and they were doing was... only rushing four. They're yeah, there were so many four. situations where, like, there, I remember one. I don't remember who got the sack. It was, it was, was... Jaron Curse. Are you talking about where he turned around to do a play action? He turns and he's just on him. Like, well, I was at that. I, one? I don't remember what it was, but I saw like the the offensive line. There were like four guys and uh, on the offensive line. I think like a tight end was in there, and then three defenders to account for, and they double team the two outside yeah, guys, no. so, so and the th- one dude ran right up the middle. Yeah. <laughs> So they, I mean, oh, it was, man. it was just ex- like, you expect to not, when you have backups in there, like, obviously like that doesn't, we don't ever really see that too much. Offensive line communication is so crucial to blocking mm-hmm. assignments. Like they, they're constantly calling out who their assignments are and all that kind of stuff. And like making all these Kate, like these cues to each other. And like, that's all very intentional. Yeah, and so what we don't really see on TV as much, like offensive lines are constantly communicating with within each other about mm-hmm. like who's got blocking assignments and who has what. Um, when you throw in two backups that haven't played with a starting group all season, with the exception of maybe a few snaps here and there, you're set up for failure. Like you're never going to win that. And it, it, and it clearly showed. And the most frustrating thing is the all, when the All-22 came out, you could see clearly the receivers are all getting open downfield. I mean, the, I, the final stat I, line, Jefferson I saw that had like same three for tweet. like 33 for on four targets. Yeah, I, I saw that same tweet. He didn't look mm-hmm. that open to me. It was hard because there were like eight pixels on each video. So it was really hard to tell even who was where. But I don't know. It, it didn't. It, it, it's hard to tell from an all 22 when Kirk had. You know, one second back. There, well, that, that's but. what I'm saying, though. Like, like in terms of open by open standard in the NFL, he's open. Like, they're open. Like, it's clearly open enough. Like, it's not like they're locked down. They're not clamped down downfield. Yeah. And and I like like I said though, it doesn't matter if the quarterback has zero time. Like I, that's why like this game, it it was it was very poor adjusting to it, and like that's what was frustrating. It was nice to see. This week that like immediately Kevin O'Connell, as he has done after, you know, poor showings or things like that, owns up to mm-hmm. it and says, like, you know, I got to do a better job adjusting like, I, you know, I, and like that's that's what you can hope to see, I guess. Obviously, we'll see it next week or the next couple weeks against good pass rush teams. Yeah. Um, when when like, you say after poor showings, are you talking about what like after the only two times you guys have played a good team? All season, and it was it went really badly both times. What, or like, what, what, what do you mean by poor bill, showings? The, the Bills aren't a good team, Kevin. No, that's weird. No, the Bills suck. That's Bills. That's Bills are Josh Allen's washed. See, it's fun now because like, I get to I'm, call like AFC contenders washed because like it can't get me now because the Packers are going to be nowhere <laughs> fucking near any of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I just think like uh, you really you can only hope for adjusting like you know quick throws down the stretch. Um, Couple other notes in this game for me. Uh, Hawkinson, two massive red zone drops. You can't have that. Um, that was when we had to settle for a field goal. That would if catch one of those, we're up seven three. I'm not saying that changes the outcome. It's obviously a lot better than settling for a field goal. Also, um, it's, a, it's because it's of Johnny Munz in the same uh, like meetings as him. <laughs> He's rubbing off on him. No. Uh, well, they well, definitely wait, are. Wait, They're the same one. position. When so they're always note. together, and Hawkinson's taken over now as the drama <laughs> yeah. guy. Um, Wait, I, I got a Hawkinson note. What's the Hawkinson note? So, Hawkinson note. 
when he got traded, he said he was excited to win some football games. Uh, since he got traded, the Lions haven't lost, and yeah. uh, he has. So, yikes! Yeah, yeah. well, he's he's still for is, the first time is in his TJ career. Is TJ Hawkinson the problem? So. <laughs> okay. Um, and so Diggs on the fir- on that first drive for us, or I guess it's a second drive for us, um, got away. Definitely that that shot to the end zone. Um, he just grabs a hold of JJ's arm and like pulls him, and that just no flag. And like everyone then, because you see some cowboy fans, there's like that popular one, like Scooter Magruder, whatever his name is. Um, oh, yeah. He, I know was, what you're he about. was saying how Trayvon never, like, never slandered Trayvon ever again. He completely locked him out. It's like, dude, like you clearly didn't watch the game then. Like, I mean, because there are, like, when All 22 came out, there were several moments where it just put him in a blender. But um, do you think you have greater loyalty to the Vikings as a franchise or Justin Jefferson as a? player i'm just uh, curious don't, don't they go hand in hand here well i mean situation? maybe not forever i mean who's to say i mean hopefully forever i I, would, I don't pay him all the money i don't give a <laughs> shit like bankrupt us as long as we have justin jefferson i'm happy but if so justin jefferson crazy. got traded to the chiefs tomorrow who would you root for harder <laughs> yeah the vikings, the vikings mm, but okay like okay. i you, I, you are, we've already well established that like I'm just checking. I, I if if the, if the Vikings can't win it, I have no problem with Mahomes and the Chiefs winning. Like I have no issue. Well, with the Vikings, that. from a from a cosmic you know universe standpoint, can't win it. So it's right. It's yeah, that's what I, that's that. all we've seen from history. So yeah, that's it. it helps. Maybe that's why Aaron Rodgers got into team. astrology stuff. He's messing with the Vikings. <laughs> that's the why he drank ayahuasca. <laughs> that's it. He just needs to be in touch with his chakras and his inner self. Um. Yeah. I don't. I mean. It's a big old slice of humble pie right in time for Thanksgiving. So that's nice. Um, you can only yeah. see how, how we respond. And so, if, so you guys, if, if our response, the previous time we lost was a seven game win streak, I'll gladly take it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, although actually, hopefully not that Wouldn't that mean you guys lose in the first round? <laughs> well, you'd hope, you'd hope <laughs> if we get that, we wouldn't, we wouldn't uh, have, the the wild card maybe we'll see. Well, you'd still you'd still lose, lose your next game. we're seeing if but we're seeing if we have a week off. It doesn't matter then. Like it kind you, of you lose the bye. Well, that's fine. We'll lose the bye, but then we'll go back on a win streak. So, oh, so hey. you guys went on an eight week win streak. Yeah, not yeah. losing streak. I guess. So. <laughs> All right. So um, before we before we get off this game, Dustin, can you ask me because I know Adam won't if I think the Vikings are fraudulent. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think I have to ask. Well, can, can you though? Your opinion has never changed. W- will can. you? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can. Please. I won't, but I can. All right, Kevin. Are the Vikings fraudulent? Oh my God, yes. Oh, it's ridiculous. I feel so vindicated in that take. Yeah. It was everything I could have hoped for. Mike McCarthy went watermelon on your ass. I mean. I'm not going to say that beating the Cowboys is easy, but even the Packers could do it. And here you how guys do you are. how do you feel like that? Like our roles have completely reversed, where the you get more satisfaction when we lose. Now so this this is something. Winning. This is something. Like, that, how does this feel for you? It's because the Vikings are always in the Packers fans' heads. Well, so Clearly. so this is actually something Clearly. that I noticed where there was the like the 10K main account tweeted out like Packers fans when the Vikings fans lose with like the Randy Marsh's computer thing, yeah, and I was like. Man, this is just this is bizarro world, and I kind of like it. Hopefully, it's just yeah. for one season. But like, it's kind of fun mm, to no. like flip roles, you know, and be like, well, what yeah. if I, you know, what what if I try the the opposite of what I've been doing for my entire life? So I'm leading like into com- it. We've completely body swapped. It's yeah, it's no, it's for so, sure. And like, I I think both of us we don't know what to do with ourselves because we're mm-hmm. both just like. We just keep going around and around being like, no, you did this. No, like, no, I'm doing it now. And like, no, like you, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, we don't know what to do with our hands. And yeah, no, it's, it's weird, but I kind of like it. It switches things up. It's nice. It's nice to have no expectations. Finally. Like yeah. I've been burdened by Super Bowl aspirations for one, two, three, my entire life. So I'm always in such a good mood. Yeah. It's uh, now I, I get to watch these games and like, and like, uh, the defense you were, you were the biggest on the bears bandwagon in 2018, Dustin. That was the first year of you being a bears fan. So no, it was I don't know. Trubisky year. Uh, yeah. No, it was um, I, I actually have a little year. fact for you here. I saw 
Um, Justin Fields in his last Ooh. four weeks, 1,800 or 1,087 yards, total yards, uh, 13 touchdowns, two interceptions mm-hmm. for a 102.5 quarterback rating and a mm-hmm. 76 QBR, mm-hmm. um, or a rating, I should say, because it's, there are two different MVP. metrics. Um, Mitch Trubisky in a four week stretch in 2018, his second year, 1,420 oh. yards. 14 total touchdowns, three interceptions, a 112.75 rating, and an 86 QBR. So, also, so are we seeing history repeat itself? I, is I that what so. you like? I'm, I don't know. So, is, is Justin Fields just a poor man's Trubisky? The people are, people are whining. Also, uh, kind of a, another part of that uh, Justin Fields stat for the last four games. If you're going to mention he's hurt, don't because I no. have that coming up. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not going to mention that he's hurt. I'm just going to say, you know, he also has accumulated four straight losses in those games. Oh, what? So maybe no. he's just not a winner, you know? Maybe yeah. that's just, you know, he's, he's just the anti-Jimmy really... Garoppolo. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you want. Yeah, he's not handsome either. He looks like a turtle. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dustin lost the feed. <laughs> he's frozen. <laughs> I thought he was just upset just, and he wasn't talking yeah, to us. Yeah, I thought so, too. He just disconnected. I thought you just stopped uh, blinking. Weird. Well, he can get back in. We'll see. <laughs> can he get back in though? Yeah, he can. He's got the he's got the link. So I guess I don't know. Do we go to segments now without him, and maybe we can do all the Dustin segments rapid fire when he gets back in? Yeah, let's uh, let's go to segments. Um, all right, we're having so many technical difficulties. It's great. No, uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he so did. did. You guys lose speed. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to segments. We'll have. Uh, let's have. Who went oh, first last week? There's Dustin. He's back. Um, um, I don't know. Let's have whoever's team lost by the most points go first. All right, sweet. So me. <laughs> um, all right. So this week, let's just go in that order then. Uh, and then, and then me, and then Dustin. Wait, wait, how right? much did the Bears lose? Uh, the Bears oh yeah, lost, yeah. Bears three, lost yeah. by three. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. My MVP of the week goes to Mr. Travis Kelsey, the Charger Killer. Um, yeah, he just, I don't know what it is when he has to play the chargers and I'm pretty sure at their place, uh, he just straight up dominates them and only scores like three touchdowns. Yeah. So he had six catches for 115 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, the last time he played at the chargers, I believe he had 13 or 10 catches on 13 targets, 191 yards and two touchdowns. He just... It, he just crushes so, them. <laughs> it's so weird too with the touchdowns. Like this game, like you mentioned, he had six catches but three touchdowns, where they would just yeah. get into the red zone and people would just stop guarding Travis Kelsey. Like, well, and like the thing is, there's so many of them are like longish runs too, where he kind of like goes sideways yeah. across the field. He runs like a moose on ice skates. Yeah, like he literally is just he, he runs like a drag route. <laughs> Nobody covers him. And then it's just there's too much momentum. It's like Derrick yeah. Henry esque, except, you know, you catch it and then go. And it's yeah. just like people just fall down around him. <laughs> he just walks and he just, the he end just does it. These little like side dips where he's yeah. like, oh, oh, yep. And just keeps avoiding these tackles. It's like, how does this work <laughs> every time? Yeah, uh, I, so yeah, I had the misfortune of. Of playing Travis Kelsey in two different fantasy football leagues this week, and I was just watching the screen going, "Same, somebody get this man!" Like, what's Same happening? Is, he's the reason. He's the reason. Like, we obviously lost in third and forever one, mm-hmm. or like the ten k one. He we lost because of no, or was it that one? No, no, no it, it wasn't. wasn't we didn't one. play him, so yeah, I lost. I lost in my twelve man, and you lost in in the uh, in your in, work in my work assuming. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I lost on the last touchdown. I lost by like five points. I was so fucking mad. Yeah. So yeah, Travis just... Kelsey is crazy. Um, my MVP of greatest the tight end of all time, best tight end ever. Sure. Um, yes. I, I don't want to get into that argument right now. Uh, so my MVP of the week goes to a guy that we used to mention all the time on this show, and we we have kind of fallen off the wagon recently. But take a bow, Mister Samaje Pirine. Oh God! Uh, just an elite talent at running I back. Knew you know, that was who you were going to pick. It really helps when a guy like you know you have Joe Mixon, the starter, get hurt, and you just have this secret weapon back there with this gigantic set of facial hair. 
and he's able to just go out there and catch three touchdowns in one game. So that's what Samaje did this week. He is, he's just lethal in the open field. You can't, there's nothing you can do about it. You just have to let him score. Mixon getting hurt caused me to lose in two out of three fantasy leagues. Because Where was that Mixon. in the and, AFC like, Championship? Like, like what the hell? <laughs> or the Super Bowl. It was Samaj. Yeah, the, the Super Bowl. The it was the Super Bowl. It was the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't lose in the AFC Championship. They won. They were yeah, in the Super Bowl. They beat the Chiefs again. Two times yeah. in like five yeah. weeks, they beat the Chiefs. So welcome back to third and forever, Samaje. We missed you dearly. Hope to hope to keep you around for a while. Gross. All right, Dustin, who's your MVP? All right, my MVP of the week goes to Bills Mafia. So we know that the game oh. got snowed out of Buffalo. Oh, did it? I didn't just, hear just everyone light, talking about that just a light nonstop. snowfall. A light snowfall. They could have put. Um, but so tickets yeah, to the so game speedy. in Detroit taller than both went on backs. sale. Tickets went on sale on Friday afternoon for the game in Detroit, and they sold over 56,000 tickets in like Jesus. a day and a half. <laughs> insane. So, yeah, I'm going to give it to Bills well, and, Mafia. And you could, they, you could they tell on the broadcast, too, that like it was mostly Bills fans. Well, I mean, they only had to go across to Canada to get to Detroit. Yeah, but you had yeah, to get it's across. Really not that, it's not that far of a drive. Like it really isn't. It uh, it doesn't take much to get there. So just a from either place. Yeah. All right, Dustin. What's your Nathan Peterman? <laughs> my Nathan Peterman award <laughs> oh, goes no, to the laughing. Jaguars Stadium. Oh my God! Did you guys the see Jaguars this? Jaguars Stadium? No. Yeah, it's it's like rivaling uh, FedEx Field, or, or I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, like FedEx Field. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. They inspectors found 129 oh. violations at 29 concession stands, including two dead rodents and 159 rodent droppings. <laughs> yeah, like no thanks. I'm not getting a hot dog there. But at least they have hot tubs, you know. So like you can wash off all the rodent shit in the hot tub. <laughs> a lot of chlorine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's disgusting. The Jags are uh, a, a really good franchise. Uh, my yeah, they have a pool in their stadium, though, so that's cool. That is, I mean, that is cool. That's objectively cool. But uh, yeah, didn't so, they just put in like millions of? Dollars I, I will never forget the scene. Miami. I don't remember. No, the, I will. The, I will never forget the uh, the image of the woman in the pool in like jeans. She's just standing uh-huh. in the pool in jeans while everyone else is wearing Jacksonville thing. <laughs> never changed. She's Jacksonville. just like, like, yeah, Duval. <laughs> like, it's just great. Oh, yeah. Um, all, all right, right, Kevin, what's your Nathan Peterman Award? Yeah, so my Nathan Peterman Award uh, goes to wind this week um, because the home field wind for the New York Jets was – or were they at home or were they away? I don't remember. Uh, right. We have to check. Uh, quick s- fact check. Check the tape. Check the tape. Check, uh, check, they, were, check. they were away. They, they were away. They were, no, they were home. Were okay. Oh, no, they were away. They played no, the they were not. two weeks before. <laughs> All right, well, then I guess I have yeah, to change my Nathan Peterman and make it... It's windy. Uh, Zach- it's also windy in New England. I mean, that's... Okay. That's the same Baltimore but but, it, but Nathan Peterman, it has to be your wind for it to count because uh, Zach Wilson said it was windy as heck out there. So I'm going to change, and he actually gets my Nathan Peterman, not the wind, um, yeah. directly. Zach Wilson was 9 of 22 passing for 77 yards total in the Oof. whole game. Not like in the first quarter, but the whole game. Zero touchdowns, and he was asked after the game if he feels like he let their defense down, who only allowed three points, and he said no. Yeah, very quickly said no. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it's we're on the street. Unrest. Yeah, we're on the street. Is that the the defensive players not super satisfied with that answer? Uh, I think yeah. understandably, and now everyone. When you're when you look like Zach Wilson and you look like a teenager, you can't also act like one. You can do one or yeah. the other. Like you can be immature and kind of be like Baker Mayfield, but you can't look like Zach Wilson and act like like a Baker or something. You know, you yeah. can't you can't do think, that kind of thing. I don't think Zach Wilson can grow a beard like Baker, so that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Like he's forever going to be stuck looking the way he does. 
No, yeah. And like he looks like a middle schooler, yeah. and and so now you have people questioning his, you know, maturity, and that's not something you want when you look like Zach Wilson. He just needs yeah. to remind them of the stuff going on right before the season started to get back on their good side because they loved him at that, that point. I don't know. I mean, Robert Sala said that he doesn't have the starting job next week locked down, and it could be someone else. So Mike Joe White Flacco, season. baby, Mike oh, White. Lord. Joe Flacco still has more passing touchdowns in three games at five than, than Zach Wilson does in seven with four. Like that's woof. It's not it's great. Gross. It's gross. Well, yeah. one's elite and the other's like really young. So <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. My, he can grow into being elite. That's what he can do. Um, my Nathan Beerman award this week goes to Melvin Gordon. Uh, he had a crucial red zone fumble. It was his fifth of the year, I believe. Yeah. Which hurt the Broncos because they had to, it was on third and one from the three. Mm-hmm. And he fumbled it. They lost two yards, fourth and five or whatever. And they had to kick a field goal. And uh, they lost to the Raiders in overtime. So they really could have used those extra points. Uh, and then to make matters worse, he was waived by the team on Monday. Uh, yep. And he went unclaimed today. So, yeah. uh, well, and it's like you, people are saying they're like, oh, I think the Broncos, I've heard some people say, that, oh, I think the Broncos are overreacting and they shouldn't have waived him just because he fumbles in inopportune times. But you got to remember, this is the Denver Broncos. All right. They don't get in the red zone very often. So you no. definitely can't fumble when you get in there. No. It's like we get maybe one or two of these a game. You can't be giving those away against a team that. It- has a very poor run defense too. Like against a team sh- that in the words of Jeff Saturday sucks. Yeah. It's just not a good look. No, it's, it's not good at all. Yeah. So that's my Nathan Pierman award. What is your uh, stock up? My stock up is uh, being thankful. So we okay. have Thanksgiving this week. We like to look back and remember the butt fumble. Ah, On November 22nd, 2012. Thanksgiving Day, Mark Sanchez forever stamped his reputation with his infamous play. Uh, happy 10 an- anniversary, Mark, you mm-hmm. podcast name-stealing piece of shit. Yeah, I was going to say, I hope you include the part where yeah. he then retired uh-huh. from the NFL. Because he couldn't, he couldn't hang. Yep. The name of our podcast, like yep. a year and a half after we started this podcast. Yeah. And I don't even think he's doing it anymore. I don't no. know. I don't listen. Well, I don't think oh, anyone I, I put in a I put in a copyright strike on him and he's not allowed to do it. Yeah, nice. There legal, you go. Thank legal you, producer Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. So but be be thankful for, for Mark Sanchez ruining his career with one play. It was yes. great. Thank you, Mark. All, All right. right. Uh, uh Kevin. my stock up is Cordero Patterson. Ex Viking, ex bear. Yeah. Hopefully someday ex Packer, ex Patriot. Uh, Come on, yeah, whatever. He's, he's made the rounds. <laughs> I mean, that's true. He has bounced around quite a bit, but this weekend Cordero set a new record for most kick returns, or yeah, most kick returns, right for touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hester still has the punt return record, and, and Cordero's never never returned punts. He's never going to get that. He never. Returned. Yeah, yeah, but he set the record for most kick returns uh, for a touchdown in one player's career with nine, which is yeah. honestly pretty nice. crazy. I always he, kind of thought of Cordero as like pretty good at that, but I didn't have any idea that he was like close to the record. He's he's the best ever because he literally did it in an era where they literally made the rules <laughs> yeah, to you can. negate returns, <laughs> and he still got nine. Like that's what's nuts. Imagine how many could he could have got when like Hester was playing or before that. Like Ima- imagine how upset Roger Goodell probably was. He's like, oh, every time he gets a return. <laughs> so congratulations Cordero Cordero uh, the, the Hall of Fame yeah Colin. I saw a f- fun fact I saw him when I was in uh in Boston for a like a work thing my you know previous company I worked for you guys, we were at a we were a company party and he him and his family were at the same place like in this area and we actually like did you know, I went up to him and be like, hey, I'm like, I'm, you know, massive Vikings fan. And really, you know, I was I actually was I was like, I was sad to see you go. Like, you know, I really like that part awesome. when Mason Crosby stripped the ball out of your hands on a kicker. <laughs> <one time. laughs> and so like, he's super, super nice. But that was back when he was playing with the Patriots, obviously. So that was cool. But yeah, happy for Cordero. Nice. So so kick touchdown record. Also a nice guy. So you got two. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Stock up. 
That's All right, Justin, what's your stock up? My stock up is the right side of the compass because <laughs> all, <the> all eight teams that are in the Eastern Division of their conference are over 500 right now. You could have just said your stock up was like East. Yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> the right side of the right compass. Side of the compass. <laughs> okay, I, I, I was looking up like slang right terms left. for like the oh, East, no. and I couldn't find anything that good. So, so. who's the worst Eastern team? Um, AFC see. or NFC doesn't matter. Which one's the worst? The worst. It's probably what the the Bans? Jets are six and four because they're zero and two on the Patriots, who are also six and four. The Patriots kind of suck. And then the Commanders are six and five. Commanders kind of yeah, suck. So technically, the commanders, the commanders have the worst win percentage. Yeah. All winning records, though. So look at that. Yep. Nice. Uh, All right, Dustin, hit us with the stock down. My stock is down. Is the west side of the compass? Uh, it is It left? is a team in the west. It's a team in the west. On the west Uh-oh. coast, actually. Uh, it's the Rams. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Rams uh, are real bad. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm glad to see it, but I, I'm still kind of salty about the Super Bowl. But they're 3-7 and seven <laughs> after the year after winning a Super Bowl. Like, what? It's the worst I don't know. like it's... record through ten games of any defending Super Bowl champion ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, As someone that's been well crazy. documented about his Matthew Stafford very overrated takes, uh it's it's just so satisfying. Yeah, like every time Matthew Stafford gets concussed, Adam just cheers. Yeah. He just he just celebrates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all right. Well it's awesome. my stock down is a follow-up to last week's stock up, which was me. My stock down is now me again. <laughs> um, because last week we talked about how Kadarius Tony is awesome. Oh, boy. And this week was the Kadarius breakout game. Yeah, no wait, Juju, what, do you, what do you do? No you Nicole do. Hardman, uh, an electric primetime matchup, Chiefs Chargers, high-flying. Uh, if I were to tell you that Kadarius caught zero balls for zero yards and had zero rushing attempts also for zero yards, they call that the, the quadruple zero oh. and zero touchdowns, obviously. Elusive. Goes saying. Elusive. Yeah. Uh, he pulled a hammy, which we were told he had healed his hammies from his time in New York, <laughs> but apparently that may not have been accurate. Um, uh, and he pulled one very early in this game and uh, came away with a, a big old big old zero impact on anything so i may have been a little premature in the canarius take so i'll be back in about a month when his hamstrings better and we'll we'll do this whole thing over again all right adam what's your stock down uh my stock down i already mentioned this a little bit it uh it's going to the bears uh and that's what that's that's for design You, you really hurt Dustin's feelings. I could hear it. Like, what? What? No. Uh, that's for designing an offense that resulted in Justin Fields getting hurt. Um, yeah. He dislocated his left shoulder. Apparently, he was playing through it. Um, he is their young franchise, supposed franchise quarterback. Well, this is not. Hamstring. This is not sustainable. The dude's no. going to get run out of the league in a few years like RG3. Like, it'd be this, I like it's, it's electrifying when he plays at times, yes, but like he's going to be in the league for like two minutes. So, uh, and they're losing. It's like, it's not even yeah. like they're winning these games. Well, they, they're so close I games. Just, well, they could be winning. Yeah. So, well, like, it's the same thing as the Vikings. Hang the banner. <laughs> hang the banner. Like, it's going to be behind me so, next time but, we have to record on this. Adam, let's play. This isn't a two minute drill question, but it should be. Who would you rather have? Like now and then into the future, Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields? Uh with what? What's the team makeup? Like what? What, what team am I on? Like, like, like just snap your fingers today. Yeah, I have to build but, around them completely. No, like, like I said, snap your fingers today. You just swap. I mean, I I get Kirk Cousins because he's a quarterback. Mm. He can throw mm. the ball. Okay, okay. Uh, he's not thirty fifth out of thirty six thousand yards in the last four weeks. He's also he's also like thirty fifth out of thirty six in ter- terms of accuracy of quarterbacks. That he only has two interceptions so, in the last four weeks, so because he's missing everyone so badly, no one can catch the ball. Dustin, say a stat. That's not a good thing. <laughs> the defense <laughs> should game plan against that. They should be in the middle what? of the field, nowhere around they any should, receivers. They should purposely leave guys wide open because he will never hit them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Justin, we'll I want one. you. I want you to give me a Justin Fields stat that doesn't end with "in the last four weeks." Yeah, <laughs> Justin Fields was drafted uh, in the first round of the 2021 draft over That's, a he year had ago. More, he had true. more carries than completions. That should never happen for a quarterback in the NFL. If you, if that does, he's going to last three years. Like that could happen just, for like Zach Wilson because it still it wouldn't be that many carries, right? But I'm saying, yeah. but like it's still like well over like that that should never happen for Maybe the quarterback position. You don't see Lamar doing that. Lamar has like never done that. Like people always no, be like, in fact, he's like Lamar's Lamar. done fuck all nothing all year. So that's yeah. Well, yeah. he was great the first like four weeks, and then yeah. he just kind of oh, why are we talking about four scoring weeks touchdowns? <laughs> that's true. That's you true. seem <laughs> to be all about it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're the one that told me about it. All right, are we? Yeah, are we ready uh, to? Uh... <laughs> yeah, let's go to the week twelve preview. Um, all right, let's uh, let's start because we got three Thanksgiving games. One of our teams plays on Thanksgiving, and it's the Vikings. So is that um, gonna fan now, though, ruin so your holiday or no? It's it's the late one. It's seven twenty, so I don't have to be worried okay. about like I have to. I feel like you're gonna you be know, worried all day. Like you're gonna be worried uh, during the day. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, but like that's something I've lived with my entire life. I can compartmentalize that. I can kind of just you know go about my day and still have that in the back of my head being like looming, but it's not gonna impact me in terms of like outward, inward, inside. I am gonna be just a mess. Like, yeah. and and th- this is a this is a massive. Like, I'm I'm not a superstitious person, but I am. You know, a little stitious, little, little stitious, and, and and I give so much credit to Paige for giving it, like going in on with this with me. We have not changed the routine of like pre Sunday, pre Viking game, like what we do and what we wear and all that kind of stuff. She has not washed the Justin feet, her Justin Jefferson shirt, like since we lost. And it's been, it, you know, I haven't washed anything. It's been going full on, so like, she hasn't hey, washed anything? You haven't you like showered in like three months? Is that what no, you're no, trying no. to tell I, us? Right I, do, I I do that. It's it's the it's the I wear the same attire. I've worn the same attire in this whole span, and it's it's worked well. Now we get a reset. So, uh, but she she has no issue. She's like, I gotta gotta do all these things. She even like purposely now. It's like leaked into her being like, well, I have to be cautious about how i do things because i don't want to possibly mess up the juju here i'm like that's that's the sign i'm like all right that's i can't ask for more than that so big shout out when i had a routine that guaranteed wins (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see i don't know what i'm gonna do yet for for thursday but uh this game obviously for me how do we respond i mean you that's uh, i I hope are you guys gonna get derisaw and cleveland back is no no question. Darisaw's already out. He's uh, out? Cleveland, okay. Cleveland should be. Uh, what happened Darisaw's to Cleveland out. that he got hurt? Like I didn't even I hear think, what happened. I think he just kind of got like rolled up on or something. Like yeah. I don't know. It wasn't like a head injury, so I I think he should be fine. I didn't see anything on the injury report that's been coming out that's indicates that he won't be playing. Um, I'm not. Sh- I'm not really sure. It was kind of a weird thing, but um, we need to have a short term memory. I mean, you know, be a goldfish. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you don't want to just linger like, oh shit, like that forty to three loss, like but a scold you know. fish. Yeah, a scold fish. There you go. Nice. <laughs> um, our offensive line again. Like we are in a. I, I I talked about this four game stretch going into the the Bills preview. I mean, I my hope was to be two and two at the end of it. It is also what I didn't mention. This four game stretch, four like really good defenses and really good defensive lines. And, and so this is yet again, like another test like we're going to deal with. So Matthew Judon is not far off from like what Micah Parsons is. So I, I think it's got to keep Kirk upright, give him at least some time. I expect to see a lot of quick throws, getting the ball out, like swing passes or slants or outs screens to like JJ or get him just in space. Um, just to get him involved early. I would not be surprised to see that. Um, and then defensively, just sell out to stop Stevenson and Harris. Like, make Mac Jones be the reason you lose. Because, I don't know, he's not scary to play. Like, he shouldn't be. Um, Jacoby Myers is fine. Like, he's a nice role player. But, like, is he a, ga- a game-breaking dude like CeeDee Lamb was or is? No. 
And Mac Jones is not like Dak Prescott. So I, I don't know. Stevenson and Harris are their offensive guys to be concerned about. I think. Are you worried that you're maybe going to get zapped on Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, the only way we get zapped is if the only way we get zapped is if we, uh, for whatever reason, Mac Jones got hurt. Um, so you guys shouldn't play super aggressively then. If you what if what if Mac Jones gets another DUI? On the way to the <laughs> he pulls what he did the Crimson Tide. Uh, Could happen. No, I, and then uh, he cries again too when he gets. Yeah, that was yeah. that mug shot. Oof. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm hoping that this is the bounce back game. We responded well after we lost the Eagles. Let's see what we can do this game. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. What do we think the line is here? So the line, Dustin, would you like to go first? It's I, at Minnesota. I, yes, I'll go first. I'm going to okay. say Vikings minus five. I'm wow. going to say Vikings minus four. All right. So when I put these lines down when they first came out, it was Vikings minus three. Ooh. The line has since moved to Vikings minus two and a half. I forgot about the so, offensive line. Um, Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Derisaw is <laughs> out. So he's not going to, we're not going to have him in. So that's could be an issue Mm -hmm. uh we'll see uh but we're hoping that like a full week of or at least oh blake brandle is going to be the starting left tackle that it won't be like oh shit i'm just thrown into the fire here but uh i don't know yeah matthew what do you think over under is um dustin you yeah i know that's terrifying the over under is going to be 42 I think the over-under is going to be 40 and a half. 42 and a half. Ah. Has not moved. If you put us together, we would have had it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's it's what, one to one right now on the... Uh, What's the Vikings the team total? Is it over two and a half? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Adam, we have, a, we have a shot bet, or at least I have a shot bet that I wanted to bring up to you. Um, so I'm going to set the line at three and a half points that the Vikings score. Do you, would you like the over or the under for a shot bet on that one? He froze. <laughs> 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 so so wait so so you say hey, I want, heard you it. The, I do you want the over? Oh, he froze you, you, again. you would like? Oh, he's he's, he's so embarrassed by his team. He just can't can't deal with it yes i yes yes i want the over of you want the over three and a half points okay that's fine dustin who who do you which side do you want to be in on this one do you want to be involved i i told you guys last week i need to keep siding with adam because it's working (laughs) so i'm gonna go with the over boo I should have made it like three to one odds that you can take the over, but if they do only score three points, you got to do three shots. I will take it's too late now. Okay, that's fine. So I we'll we'll see what happens. Man, what if they only score three? Uh, All right, Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, all right, Packers travel to Philly. They go play at the link. (sighs) Um, yeah, and so you know how I said Sunday night football. Yeah, you know how I said like, okay, so the season is well and truly over at this point. I when you were like, we got to go into the week twelve preview. I couldn't remember who the Packers play this week. I was like, I better check. Yeah, and so I went into my other tab and I scrolled and I went, oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the good news is that the Eagles, we didn't really talk about it, but they kind of looked like shit last week. They've looked bad the last two they, weeks. They almost like... lost the Colts. So maybe this is the kind of thing where the Packers can like pull out two wins against the Eagles and Cowboys inexplicably yeah. and and then keep losing to the bad teams. Yeah. But it's in Philly, primetime game. I mean, I I don't expect this to go well at all. Um I have I have no illusions that this is going to be anything other than an ass kicking that it mm-hmm. most likely will be. Um yeah, I don't think that the Packers defense can stop Jalen Hurts any capacity. And I don't think that the Packers offense is going to be able to do nearly enough. And Christian Watson will have his typical two to three touchdowns. 
but besides that, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough sledding. So I don't know. We'll see. I'll get to tweet about Joe Barry some more. And this this kind of goes down as they think God, it's not on Thanksgiving game because I can just enjoy Thanksgiving. Uh, Even with this looming, yeah, no, well, like in the Packers, they play on Christmas this year. They're gonna ruin my Christmas, Adam. I was, I mean, hey, that was the Kamara against the Vikings two years ago on on Christmas. Yeah, like, that must that must have been embarrassing. You know, I was just like, great. Uh, yeah, so I guess what was that? Six touchdowns. Uh yeah, yeah something like six. that. Yeah, so whoever we play on Christmas, hopefully they don't get six touchdowns. But this Who is gonna be this is gonna be pretty brutal. Um, what do you want to like? What are you looking to see out of the Packers the remaining season here? Like, what what's what's your end goal? Like, I what mean, do you, I want what do you I want to see, see Joe Barry lose his job, but that's not really you know that's <laughs> not really Christmas. actionable. On yeah, on Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas, then they call him back. They say it was a mistake. We're so sorry. And they fire him again uh, <laughs> because he's just the worst. But apart from that, because we've covered Joe Barry ad nauseum here. I want to see both, you know, Christian Watson continue to be productive and Romeo Dobbs when he comes back from his high ankle sprain. I think that if you can kind of show that we can roll with those two guys going forward, that would be huge. We don't have to keep playing this old washed up receiver lottery in the offseason where we sign the least exciting guy out there. Uh, Sammy Watkins is now fourth on the depth chart by the way, behind Cobb, Lazard, and Christian Watson. He's only and wherever, wherever Geronimo and Allison. Oh, well, I mean, Gmo Gmo is a guaranteed, you know, 150 and two touchdowns this week. But besides that, um, and and then the other thing that I want to see is I want to see Aaron Rodgers stop playing like shit. And if it doesn't (laughs) happen in the next couple weeks, I want to see Jordan Love because these are the, the decisions that the team has to make at this point with the yeah. season being lost and all of that, you need to kind of have some sort of inventory of the future and what you need to do. So that's what we're looking for going forward here. It's pretty big bummer in my life. If we're being a, if we're being real honest here, but it's where we're at. Yeah. Uh, the Packers, by the way, on Christmas, they play the dolphins. Um, Tyreek Hill, six so. touchdowns, book it. Or maybe, maybe the, two or six touchdowns, three to Tyreek and three to Waddle. There could be a six touchdown. Yeah, could be, way, but could be. We'll, we'll, um, we'll all right. see. Let's uh, let's get to the two minute drill. Okay, well, wait. Wants to, yeah, oh, yes, we'll just keep the order. What? No, no, no. Okay, you fucking oh, didn't right. do the line. My bad. My bad. Lines. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. <laughs> I my it, my connection it cutting out. I'm like, all right. I want to speed this up here. That's yeah, your shitternet over there. It. Well, I don't. I don't know what's going on. Um, I'm even downstairs by like the Wi-Fi thing. Is, is Paige on so, the Peloton? Is she taking up all the bandwidth? I hope not. She'd be right next to me. So if she's on the Peloton, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I'd be shocked. I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> like, um, all right. Lines for this. What do we think it is? Who's going first? In Philly. Can keep going first. I am going to continue going Sunday first. Night. I'm saying Philly minus seven and a half. I'm going to say Philly minus... Seven and a half is a pretty good line. Let's go minus eight. I'm going to do that thing Dustin did to me last week. I'm going to price is right his ass. Uh, you price is right the wrong way. It's Philly minus seven. Hell yeah, you did. Damn it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the best the best Kevin can hope for is a dormium here and just to tie it up. What do we think the over under is? By the way, that line has shifted. Uh, it was six and a half. So you, if we went by old original line, you would have lost by any more. Okay. So, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, you both would have been off boy more, but yeah, it's it's actually gone closer to. Philly I still have been closer. Correct. So, what's the uh, over um, under? You think over under? This also is forty-seven and a half. I'm gonna go lower than that. I'm gonna go forty-five. Uh, Kevin nailed it. It's it was forty five when I <laughs> took these when the lines first came out. <laughs> when the lines first came out, it has moved to forty six and a half though. So I don't know if you want to. That would be me. You know, right? how, no, if you I, did, I just ran the numbers on that, on that one, and um, um, no, I think it's <laughs> so, I think it's a tie. Honestly, I think the whole thing uh, original line original line. Kevin Dormy's. You go by the one that's moved. 
It, uh, yeah, whichever whichever one's better for me is the one that we should use. So, ah, okay, I disagree. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get a two minute drill. Uh, uh, let's keep the order how we did segments. So I'll go first, and then it would be Kevin, and so, then Dustin. so just to clarify, we're doing it by the order of whose team lost by the most goes first. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So going off a of week eleven, that would be me. Yes. Yeah. Not. Not overall. Well, actually, your point differential Correct. is negative two. Every team that I've seen North has a negative point differential. Yeah, we're good at football. That's what that's uh, what happens when you get just destroyed one week when you've been winning one score two, games. Two, two so. weeks, you get destroyed twice. We really I've been taking notes, week. Adam. I've been very diligent in keeping track. Yeah. All right. So you're gonna you're to start. Yep. Ready, set. Dustin, which team has the more dynamic offense, the Bengals or the Bears with a healthy Justin Fields? Uh, and a healthy Samaje? I'm going to say the Bears. I think they what? right now they have, a better, they have a better backfield. Cole Komet is coming through really strong. Backfield. Yeah, they've got like, two solid What, like guys. David Montgomery's better than Joe Mixon? No. Joe what Mixon about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler They're, Boyd, who would wait, all are, be wide receiver ones? Of the no player. one said they were. No, they weren't. Hayden healed. Hurst they, is. Pro- you could make an argument. Hayden Hurst oh is God. better than Cole Komet. The only <laughs> player you said was healthy. That's not healthy. Is Justin? Um, you're you're assuming full health for the team. Okay. Here. Well, then I'm going to say the Bengals. Then I thought Jamar uh, Chase was uh, out uh, and Joe Mixon was out. Uh, all right, we're, we're on 45 <laughs> seconds. Keep going. Okay, hurry up. Uh, all right, uh, Kevin, rank these seats based on hottest to coldest: Cliff Kingsbury, Josh McDaniels, and. Daniel Hackett. Um, Kingsbury, then Hackett, then McDaniels, because the Raiders don't have any money to fire him and hire somebody else. Hmm. All right, Dustin, uh, when will Justin Fields win his next game? He's lost four in a row, as we've covered. This week. Is he going to play this week? Yes. Okay. So you want to do a shot bet on that? Sure. How do I have to do two? All right, that's fine. What's that? Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Okay. All right. So Justin Fields wins this week. You heard it here first. Adam, uh, mm. who is the best team in the NFC? I successfully jinxed you last week. So let's see what we got here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say the Cowboys. Ah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Cowboys right now just because. Oh, shit. We got 15 We're... seconds. Dustin, go. Yeah. Kevin, who wins the AFC East? Uh, Bills. All right, Adam, how do you feel? Now that you're back to reality after a humbling loss. <laughs> uh, it's good. I was, I, I was like Icarus. I was flying too close to the sun. It's and nice. two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, how do you feel after having your heart ripped out? You have four seconds to answer. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad. <laughs> Feels bad, Jim. Um, all right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna do it. Um Thanks for listening to our episode of Third Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episodes, highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and occasionally the Bears and the NFC North, um, as well as some general NFL news. You can also probably find links to me, Kevin, and maybe Dustin, um, where we're definitely more act- really active and emotional and whatever you want to find out, <laughs> whatever you want to find out about how we feel about our current teams, um, find us there. Uh, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by co-host Kevin Holm and producer Dustin Luto. Kevin, final words. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving!